Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. That's right. Stuck in the middle is not only the story of the New England Patriots right now with Mac Jones in the midst of an interesting offseason. It's also the story of Andy Hart on a Saturday morning on WEEI. Sure is. Stuck in the middle of a Shartsy sandwich. On my joker left, I have Chris Scheim. And now joining us on my right, Nick Fitzy Stevens, a member of the Six Rings podcast, which is the foundation of the new found fun talk in New England Hendon Hooker Lust. Fitzy, what do you think of my idea that we talked about, we broke ground on, on the Six Rings podcast, Patriots select a hooker in the draft? Yes, that's right. Or as the great uh, Dudley Moore said in Arthur, uh, excuse me, are you a hooker? <laughs> I, Andy, you, you know I love it. And first of all, good morning. Hello, everybody. Hello, it's wonderful hello, to Fitzy. be here. First of all, Shartsy is easily the greatest portmanteau and nickname for a, ra- a radio show in sports broadcast history. Book it. And I got I to gotta tell you, we are now officially the Voltron of Saturday Sports Radio. I'm so fired up for the show. Three different times while I was listening at my laptop and on the Odyssey app on my phone. Don't have it today. Download it. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Why? Because we are Shartsy. I had to shut off the app and turn it on again. I was like, what's wrong with this thing? It sounds positive. Huh? And Andy oh, I Hart was is was leading mo- it? <laughs> I was hearing mostly good vibes. Positive talk. You're making each other laugh. Shime, quick note. You did feed the animal a little too much. You were a little excessive in your praise and compliments of Andy. There is a sign posted above the exit door of the studio. <laughs> Sorry, Please don't bad. feed the animals or compliment Jumbo too much. His head is already metaphorically and literally uh, too big. But, Andy, this would represent... Such a spectacular grab for the New England Patriots. I watched highlights. I told you guys during the break, I was getting a little bit of a draft stiffy watching easy, tri- easy. Triple H Hendon Hooker highlights. I like the kid's makeup. I like his arm. He's a gamer. He's got the moxie. And because he's going to be, for the next couple of weeks, on that Baker's discount rack at the back of Shaw's, you know what I mean? Like, oh, he's a little, oh, yeah. this is a little bit of a distressed asset right now. Yes, sir. Can't, pl- can't play next year. This would represent such a great value grab for the Patriots because if Max got it, hey, hold on to this kid, rehabilitate him, trade him later on for a higher pick 
or you see what happens, or maybe you find a way to use him in games because he's got such elite talent. And if Mac don't got it and this kid does, wow. I mean, he's got arm for days. And Shime, what you brought up regarding what Philadelphia did when it was like, well, we already got Wentz. Shouldn't we see what we got out of him? Yeah, but why don't we grab a prospect or a project just to see what we can get out of this kid? You know, Jalen Hurts, he's not what he used to be. Uh, he did get rehabilitated by Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. So why don't we take a flyer on him? Boom, next thing you know, he borderline outplays Patrick Mahomes in a losing effort in Super Bowl 57. He's a star on the rise and a top six quarterback in the NFL. So, boys, mwah, chef's kisses, Shime says. I love it. Thank what, you. What better way to keep the positivity trucking along than going back to the phone line, 617-779-7937. Pauly wants to talk about the Patriots' upcoming NFL draft. Pauly, what are we thinking this morning? Hey, Dumbo Hot, what's going on, brother? I tell you, you make a better you make a better bully than a boy. I'm telling you, we're going to see what you want to do, like taking Zay Flowers, the 14th pick. Tells you just when I look at you and I listen to you, Andy, and I love you, you know, personally, but it tells me where not to go. I can, you know, when I hear you saying that on TV, I wanted to go to the TV set. Never said take him with the 14th <laughs> pick. Never said take him with so the 14th much. pick, Paulie. So you didn't he, listen I've very been well for two years. I've been saying for two years. We need our franchise left tackle, and that's what you got to do. Now, speaking of top, good, tough tacklers who can cover, you know, I like Jonathan Jones. I'll take him over Myers any day. Myers still is more like just a guy. He's not a burner. There's a lot of guys that know how to get open and smart and get good hands. You can find them uh, deeper down in the draft. But And, and speaking of re- receivers, uh, no on Hopkins. I mean, no three no's. No, no, and no on Hopkins. He's way too much money against the cap. Or a guy who's not who's not durable, which which Jonathan Jones is, he's durable. You might see him, and somebody said it last night, and I was thinking of moving on. Now that McCoy's retired, I think of the uh, number two, uh, putting number two back there. But it's not him. Jonathan Jones is the guy. If he knows how, to, if he can read the field, he's your guy. So you uh, you you uh, seamless, maybe even better because he's still young. Uh, you do free safety, but now with the guys that oh, yeah. you gotta when you oh, you want to unload. On uh, in the free agency, you got to get either Edmonds or Wagner. I'll take Edmonds. I, I love Edmonds. I've loved him for years, and it's like addition by subtraction. You take him away from the Bills. I mean, that would be great. He's younger mm-hmm. and all that. He's the guy that I'd be targeting. But if I can't, I, I can't have him. I gotta have Bobby Wagner. All right, thanks, Paulie. Thanks for the call. Not sure you kept the positivity rolling. There was a lot to that call. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can tiptoe into it now, Fitzy, because we haven't really touched on it. We've been talking about the quarterback position, both in New England and elsewhere in this exciting offseason. But uh, two notes on the Patriots roster we should touch on. Uh, most notably, most importantly, I would say, Devin McCourty, who has been a mainstay, not just been the back end, but as a captain and a vocal leader of this team, the guy in the middle of those pregame gatherings with all the defensive players screaming his head off, getting guys motivated, has decided to retire. I think we all expected this this offseason. Then we paused when Matthew Slater didn't retire, and he chose to come back and then tried to recruit Devin McCourty to come back, but... I think Devin McCourty has his eye on the media and his brother Jason and making money and and a job that doesn't involve people trying to run him over or run by him or embarrass him uh, necessarily on a football field. So there is a hole indeed in the back end of the Patriots secondary with Devin McCourty. Fitzy, I'll start with you because we've seen some people talk about big money free agent signing, a Bates type signing. We've seen people talk about Brian Branch, the safety out of Alabama with the 14th pick. 
How big a hole, how big a need <laughs> is the is the safety position now that Devin McCourty has retired? And by the way, just want to say real quick, good luck, Devin McCourty. You are one of the most professional, nicest, awesome. coolest, funniest men I have ever worked with. And if you work with Giardi on NFL Network at all, continue to bust his balls like you did virtually every single press conference yes, at please. Gillette. Yeah, Andy, I'll tell you straight up, Devin McCourty, and if you want to get into this later, we can. We know he's a first Red Jacket Patriots Hall of Famer. Whether or not he goes in the same year Tom Brady does, I kind of doubt because I don't think Tom Brady is done, which I outlined yesterday when I had the honor, privilege, and pleasure of filling in for Greg on the Greg Hill Morning Show. I still think Brady... Ah, we had a great time yesterday. I still think Brady may have one year left, Andy. I know we've kicked that around Mm -hmm. a little bit on the podcast. We'll see if there's actual fire to that smoke later on. Uh Devin McCourty, we can talk about whether he's a pro football Hall of Fame or not uh, at a later date. But th- replacing somebody like Devin McCourty, like, yes, you have to get some, you have to bring someone in immediately to fill in for the player, Devin McCourty, at free safety, deep safety, whatever you want to call it, as the position evolves and becomes more important in the modern NFL. Yeah, it, but just like replacing all the intangibles this guy brought as a team leader, defensive captain, 13 year vet. Uh, you know, over 35 interceptions, 1,100 tackles combined, regular and postseason. This is a daunting task for the New England Patriots. And as we've been outlining via traditional broadcast and the podcast for the last several months, it seems that the top priorities for the Patriots put them in your pecking order of choice, offensive tackle, particularly maybe left tackle, cornerback one, and wide receiver one. Hmm. Now, all of a sudden, safety, free safety becomes, I guess, maybe – uh, issue or item number four on the priority chart for the Patriots, and you can go about replacing it three different ways. I just wrote this piece up that's being published now for WEI.com. How do you replace Devin McCourty? It's via the draft, and it's free agent. Which route do you think they go, Andy? Because I'm going to say I think they sign somebody not top of the free agent chart, like Jesse Bates is going to get $18 million a season. Jordan Poyer, probably $11 million a season, plus he wants to play in a tax-free state, so... Enjoy playing for the Buccaneers, uh, you know, maybe a Texas team or the Dolphins. A lot of the other guys are going to cost too much. I could see them going the value route via free agency, like a Juan Thornhill from Kansas City, maybe old pal Eric Rowe if he wants to come in for a year or two. He's got familiarity. Or you do it internally with Jalen Mills, who played safety as well as cornerback in Philly, or you re-sign John Jones, which uh, Paulie, who just called in a few minutes ago, mentioned, and then you... Grab somebody like a Jordan Battle or somebody else in the mid-rounds or maybe the kid out of Illinois, develop him over time. But don't rush to just throw $18 million at Jesse Bates. Yeah, I don't think this is a major issue for the Patriots, if, if, I'm, if I'm being completely honest. I think the biggest loss for Devin McCourty isn't on the field. I think that's, I don't want to say easily replaceable, but replaceable. I think you can find a guy to do what he did on the field relatively quickly. I think it's more so the things he did in the locker room and, and what he meant to that team that is harder to replace. And so I, I think you can get a guy in the fourth round that you can try at free safety. You already have a lot of good safety depth in general if you're just talking general safety, whether it's Adrian Phillips or Kyle Duggar or you know if you want to bring back Jabril Peppers or whatever. Like it's You can do that and you can get away with it um, it's an easier position to kind of just fill. Again, like you mentioned, Fitzy, moving mm-hmm. Jalen Mills into that spot if you wanted just a homegrown fix. It's um, a no-brainer to me, Sean. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I think that's right, why he's he was, right there. He was brought here to be a move, backup to Devin McCourty and then out of necessity became a corner 
That's his natural position, in my opinion, at this point in his career is safety. And I'm kind of with you, Shime. As much as I started with how much I love Devin McCourty. He's great. I think he slipped in recent years. I don't think he was as good. You saw him against Jonathan Taylor. He gave up plays. And so I think the reality is a Jalen Mills, maybe you re-sign Miles Bryant, who's also a free agent, has some versatility. Uh. I think you can piece together a back end because you do have – Duggar, you do have Phillips, but they're more in-the-box safeties. Sure. But we also know the Patriots believe we don't have safeties in corners and free and strong. We have defensive backs. backs. Yep. They will put five defensive backs on the field. Somebody will be the deepest of them. Somebody will be the furthest from the ball, and they will figure it out on a play-by-play basis. I would not be using big money, big draft mm-hmm. pick on the safety position because I think you have too many other glaring needs elsewhere, and you have some... Uh, scramble opportunities here to fill that void. No void on the Shartsy Show here on WEEI on a Saturday morning. We are Andy Hart. We are Chris Von Scheim and Nick Fitzy Stevens. We are the Shartsy Show filling in for Ken and Curtis for the next couple hours up until 1 o'clock. We're taking your call, 617-779-7937, talking Patriots offseason, Mac Jones, and how far the Patriots are from being contenders. And this right now will be a contender for the best trending in Ooh. the history of the station. It starts wow. now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. I'd like to make some witty comment on the rejoiner music, but then, of course, I'd have to know what the rejoiner music actually is. <laughs> oh, Andy, yeah, Andy, like Andy, Andy, this is one of my all-time favorite songs, and it is easily one of the best songs used in a movie, so much so that... No shot. Oh, well, hold on, hold on. All right, one of the most underrated in the last 25 years, so much so that if next year on the Rich Keefe show, if A, Earth is still here, and B, we're all still part of the program, and Rich does a new hashtag dork bracket... I would encourage him to do the top 64 songs used in movies, and my sleeper would be that one right there, probably a number 14 seed, 
Damn, it feels good to be a gangster from Office Space. That, okay. Oh. Makes sense. Wait, is that when he's at the stoplight? No, no that's, that's a that, Tupac song, right? Yeah, no. The, the Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. I think that's the song. Uh, that's not the song that's played when they take the printer out to the field and bash it. Yeah. Um, uh, I, it, there's, oh, it's one of the montages when he's not going to work and he uh, unscrews his desk and puts the wall down and puts yeah. his feet up and ignores Lumberg and he's just like living the going out on dates and watching Kung Fu with Jennifer Aniston. Okay, okay, PC load letter. <laughs> what, what the blank do you mean, PC load letter? Uh, this Andy, is- I've always wanted to ask you, are you a Michael Bolton fan? No, because I celebrate the entire catalog. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, Fitzy. You you can hold up the uh, Michael Bolton part of the Shartsy program here on WEEI on a Saturday morning. As we fill in for Ken and Curtis, we're talking about the New England Patriots offseason, the NFL offseason in general. We touched on at the end of last segment, but I want to revisit it because he is that important. It is that important. 617-779-7937. If you want to text us, Devin McCourty has chosen to retire after a very impressive career. And I praised him earlier, and I mean everything I said, one of the nicest men that's ever come through that locker room. The professionalism mm-hmm. and the 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 things that Matthew Slater and Devin McCourty have done for the last decade plus are truly remarkable. And I think Bill Belichick should be as grateful for those um those abilities of those guys as much as anything they did on the field and as much as the, any abilities any players that came through New England had. They were huge to holding stuff together through some unique times, difficult times. I mean, we don't need to rehash it, but the team had murders. The team had a franchise goat leave. They had a pandemic, and these guys, to me, are the glue, the duct tape that held everything together. Not really Bill Belichick, even. I think it was Devin McCourty and Matthew Slater. Mm-hmm. You get lucky, Devin McCourty. Uh, excuse me, Matthew Slater is coming back for one more year. Devin McCourty goes off into the sunset. First ballot, Fitzy, Patriot Hall of Famer. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, the discussion has been had on Twitter and social media. That's the world we live in. If they talk about it on social media, we bring it to the airwaves. Is he a pro football Hall of Famer? I am going to say a very simple answer here. Love you, Devin McCourty. No. <laughs> I okay. would respond to the exact same way. Okay. I would say, Devin, you're a wonderful guy. First ballot Patriot Hall of Famer. However, I'm sorry. Your trip to Canton. If Rodney Harrison's still not in, I'm sorry. You probably will yeah, not Yeah, you can go because you can attend Gronk and Brady's ceremonies yes. and hug them and yep. see their jacket and their busts. Okay. I, I, both of which I understand, Andy. Uh you know, I've gotten plenty of brushback that I think Edelman will could or should make a ballot. He probably won't get in, but I would advocate for it. I 100%. And if I have to be the guy that leads this charge in New England, as unpopular as it may be, if I'm going to be that guy, that's fine. I think Wes Welker 1,010% deserves to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because he, he carved out and changed. First of all, he changed a position in wide receiver. People have not looked at it the same since what he did from 2007 through 2011. Ironically enough, his two best seasons in New England were the two that he had, uh, two of the three he had under Billy O'Brien. So that should maybe, if anything, tip a hat towards what Bill O'Brien can do with whomever is the slot receiver this year and going forward in New England. Uh, As far as Devin McCourty goes, I may have said the same thing. 13 years, never quite dominant or the best in the league at the position, but a couple Pro Bowls, obviously all that postseason experience. And when I read this yesterday from Boston Sports Info on Twitter, it kind of started to turn the ship a little bit more towards, uh, you add this to his leadership and the positivity boys that he brought 
to the community, to the league. Never a bad light, always a bright light, like you said, Andy, a a pillar upon which the second half of the double dynastic run was built. Uh, this is pretty interesting. Players since tracked in 1987 in the regular and postseason with combined tackles greater than 1,000, interceptions greater than 35,000. Only four players. Rondé Barber, Hall of Fame. Brian Dawkins, Hall of Fame. Charles Woodson, Hall of Fame. And Devin McCourty. Yeah, uh, he's a great stat accumulator, great um, long-term career. I would just, I always go back to the simple thing. First, I think what Shime and I did is the way Hall of Famers should be um, sort of assessed, yes or no, like real yep. quick. And mm-hmm. I've always talked about, he has a couple, I believe, second-team All-Pros, but I never thought of him of as the best safety in football or among the best safeties. I find it hard to really think back on a lot of real game-changing plays he made. I don't think there's a litany of those. So I find it difficult to put him in a class with somebody like Ed Reed or even a Brian Dawkins. Charles Woodson was a defensive player of the year. Like, yeah, It's just Correct. really hard. Ed Reed was remarkable. Ed, well, like Ed was... Reed's the measuring stick. Troy Polamalu, Charles Woodson. I can list you guys that, in my mind, are immediate yeses, was and there, Devin doesn't measure up. Was there ever a time, even a single year, where Devin was the best safety in football? Uh, I don't believe there was that. and. I don't think I, I so mean, either. There were a lot of times where you know he wasn't even the best defensive back on the Patriots. Exactly, and so I mm-hmm. think I I think that uh, immediately kind of it lends. And there's no it. shame like, in it. We're no, not being disrespectful. He was a phenomenal player. He had a fantastic career, and he was durable as hell. Like he he, which is awesome. He never missed games nope. ever, and and that deserves a lot of credit. And again. Patriots Hall of Famer, absolutely. He is one of the cornerstones of the second half of the the Tom Brady dynasty. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I just Canton is reserved for the guys who were generational players. Well, it's supposed to be. Supposed to. be. I'm right. not sure it is. No, but Tony Dungy's there. I don't even think he. Ew, scratches, is he really? Yeah. I don't oh, even wow. think he scratches the surface of generational. Okay, be careful. Okay, but it, it's interesting, It's interesting, though, Von Scheim, it's interesting. And by the way, if you don't go with that the rest of your days and ways broadcasting professionally, however, Von that's Scrim. your loss. Von, Von Scrim, I'm like, what a great alter ego. Like, or <laughs> Whenever you walk into a party and you steal the last appetizer or it's your, you're at a wedding and you <laughs> see the last Von chicken Scrim. skewer, <laughs> the last scallop Any, wrapped in bacon. Anytime I so come sorry. On, anytime I have a lead that's just unbelievably negative that just pisses everybody off <laughs> it's von scrim sorry that was von scrim uh you know there are guys that make the pro football hall of fame like a i'm gonna get in the Wayback machine for a second here boomer take coming three two one gail sayers who's dynamite electric and the best at his position generational talent for just four years but makes such an impact that you never forget him and he gets in there then there are guys that just end up having these long excellent i won't call them compiling but long, sustained, rock solid to sometimes teetering on great careers that merit mention at least. And I think that's the that's the sort of uh, orbit you'll see Devin McCourty in five years from now when his name first comes up. And yes, I agree. Rodney Harrison was the better safety. That's borderline inarguable. The problem is everybody loves DMAC. There are a lot of people that still have an axe to grind with Rodney Harrison for his playing style and days. And that is a uh, a check on his side of the ledger is when you join the media, and he'll be joining the media, make yes, no doubt will. about it, his brother is already there. Yep. It, it helps the process. When you're in 
the spotlight when you're rubbing elbows with some of these 48 voters or whatever the number is now that go into that room on Super Bowl week and decide who goes to Canton. You're in their world. It can buy you votes. It can help the process. And maybe him being tied to a dynasty and Bill Belichick and the Patriots and then combine that with who he is. If he needs to uh, go out there and work the uh, room for votes, he'll nail the hell out of that. He will absolutely get those votes and be in the media. He could steal some. He could steal his way into the Hall of Fame, and I will not begrudge him. If Tony Dungy's in, then then Devin McCourty could get in. I just Mm -hmm. wouldn't vote for him. I just don't think he necessarily... Now you go down the road of Deion Sanders talking about how, whoa, 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 if that guy's getting in, then I deserve a different wing or I deserve a different colored jacket because I'm one of the greatest of all time. I'm a true goat. But Devin McCourty will certainly be missed, and we touched on it the end of last segment. And if you want to join the conversation, 37937 via the text line or on the phone, 617-779-7937. Is that a growing need or is that a more significant need? I, know, I saw one of the texters say, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of mock drafts that are slotting a safety to the Patriots Please, God, in the first no. round. And it is Brian Branch who, out of Alabama, it's interesting, he was first brought to my attention by old friend Mike Rodak, who used to cover the Patriots, now yeah. works for Alabama. I mean, Alabama.com or Al.com or whatever the hell they call it. A- it's Al.com, yeah. And yeah, Andy, Al. you and I, was that two years ago you and I filled in Sunday for, I, I filled in Sunday for Tangway when it was Tangway and Hart. My God, you've had a lot of weekend co-hosts. Easy, easy, easy. You're well, saying it saying. might be me? <laughs> hey, you're the constant. So, so you're saying it's a you thing. Uh I was filling in for for Tanger, and we had Rodak on. And didn't he say straight up to us, "Would you draft?" Uh, it was a very sharp and distinct. Would you take Mac Jones fifteenth overall? And he just went, "Oh no, correct, yeah, correct." Okay. That's my Rodak guy, and he said similar things this year about Brian Branch. He's a little surprised at how he's been pushed up the up the draft board. But we talked to him on the Rich Keefe show in January, when we were actually talking to Rodak about Bill O'Brien and him coming to New England, and then we started talking a little draft, and he brought up Brian Branch. I just don't see it as that big a need. I'm going to be really disappointed if they use the 14th pick in the draft, not mm-hmm. on Branch. This isn't a disrespect Brian Branch thing. This is a disrespect the need thing. And I will warn everyone, you can say they don't, but they do. They draft for need. They absolutely draft for need. And if they see this as a massive need and they go Brian Branch, I will be like those Patriot fans at Gillette Stadium where Fitzy may or may not be hosting the party, and I'll boo. You can name four other major needs before you even come close to safety. I bet I what's can name the fo- more than what's four. What's the fourth? Uh, what? Offensive line, yep. uh, wide receiver, yes. corner. Yes. Uh, I would also say linebacker. Linebacker, absolutely. Uh, what about, but they just resigned Ray Punter. McMillan. Oh, stop. <laughs> punter. <laughs> you need a punter. I want trim- probably need a I, kicker, too. To I, yeah, you definitely need a punter. You do need a kicker, and I think you can address punter Pretty late in the rounds. Oh, please don't get Rohrwasser 2.0. I want the I want Moody, the kicker from Michigan, in the worst way. And Belichick has to draft at least one Michigan guy every year, dudes. Like it's, it, I, I'm not sure how many years in a row. Like we always joke, like ah, oh, here comes a special team or someone from Rutgers. Actually, Michigan is the new Rutgers. That's the talent pool. Belichick consistently goes back to time and again. So kicker and punter. Definitely positions of need as well. And I think, Shime, one I, I think I heard one of you bring it up earlier, and we kicked it around on socials uh, this week as well. Tremaine Edmonds could be 
the sneaky, like, oops, no one saw that one coming, Belichick grab a free agency because that kid has got game, and he he could hit his prime and occupy a major spot of need, Shime, if you think linebacker is a position of need. Yeah, if the Patriots are in a spending mood, yeah, I 100% think Tremaine Edmonds is on the board, and I think that'd be a good play because then I don't think you have to address it early in the draft. Uh, I don't necessarily love the linebacking class in this year's draft anyways, so I, I think there's... But I do think there's really good opportunities, again, at tackle and corner in particular in this draft that I think it would be it would behoove the Patriots to move in that direction and then go, in, go for a safety. It's just dumb. Something oh. just hit me. So Bill Belichick cuts his punter, which, mm-hmm. you know, we in, in one sense you don't see coming because he's a former All-Pro who signed an extension last August. In another sense, he was clearly a butting heads with Bill Belichick to get suspended on IR come December, mm-hmm. and now there's going to be a grievance because the suspension voids the guaranteed money, and there's going to be lawyers, and it's going to be a you-know-what measuring contest off the field. But could it be? <laughs> Bill O'Brien is back, correct? Yep. Yes. So you could Ooh. have reason for optimism. Could it be... Bill is so optimistic about the new-look New England offense oh, no. that he's devalued the punter position. I don't need a punter. Maybe I won't even get one. Maybe I'll be like Hunter Henry's high school coach, and the few times that we even hit fourth down, we'll just go for it because we're going to be that damn good. You still needed a punter in Max rookie year, and you're not going to be like exponentially year better three. than that. Well, how do you know? Because he had a bad year last you year. Are you that. Yes, I am. You're damn right. A Nostradamus? <laughs> It's it's not gonna Andy take do you need a breath? Do you need to take a walk? Are you okay, buddy? It's not gonna just remarkably be like a top ten offense. It's, how do you know? Uh, that's not how it works. What what do you mean? There's no talent on this offense. Oh, whoa, whoa. see now no. you're being disrespectful. Sh- There's Scram. lots of mediocre There's talent. Not to- okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry. There's no top end yeah. talent well, on this offense. Thank you. Stevenson. Please qualify. There is no, no yeah, top end. Okay. Reminder's really good. He's still not elite. He's, he's he really good. Not. He could become elite if he yes. has another jump this year like previously. But you're right. That, and that is my issue that I want to take up with one Nick Fitzy Stevens. We Talk haven't had a chance to hash this out on a Six Rings podcast. But Nick Fitzy Stevens, mm-hmm. he dabbles in being a Foxborough fraud. He likes to be there, oh. but then sometimes his brain takes over and he's not all in on his emotion. He's back and forth. He doesn't know <laughs> where he is. There's a fence up his bum. And that often wow. reveals <laughs> that itself. Graphic. That reveals itself on social media. Oh. When this week... The New York football Jets, as they get ready to land a Hall of Fame quarterback and an MVP candidate yes, and sir. say Patriots. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Butt. Yep. I as agree. Shaq <laughs> used to say, hey, Patriots, how my you-know-what taste as they move forward in the AFC East. This is a East. very graphic hour. Do we need, hey, Andrew, can aggressive. we put a PG-13 rating on this? <laughs> my God, whether it's a Sunday or a Saturday, it's something's just getting I'm, I'm just bringing Honestly. energy. But anyway, Fitzy got all excited that the Jets are cutting Braxton Berrios. He pulled out. The Bill Belichick uh, Ford Field. I saw gift. that. Oh, I've mi- you know I don't know why Andy because I've met. It doesn't mean I necessarily want Barrios. It doesn't mean I think they're going to go get Barrios. Like, yeah, come on, you let him go five years ago well, along you, with Demarius Thomas. Why'd you why'd use it? Gift? And the Jets picked him up when you wanted to put him on the practice squad because it's fun to spur the dialogue and get people like yourself going. Why not use that when Tremaine Edmonds gets cut? Yeah. Tremaine Edmonds? Tremaine Edmonds, he's not going to get cut. He's going to get $16 million a year. But why are you giffing? So you're just giffing with people. You're just messing. Literally, that's a new segment. That's Andy. You literally just people. named <laughs> you literally just named a new segment either on our weekend shows, whether it's Fitzy and Hart, Shartsy or whatever, as well as the Six Rings podcast. You're just gifting with people. Yeah. So and you have to guess 
whether or not that particular tweet from yourself, other people, or me is something that they feel legitimately impassioned about or if they're just giffing with you. And I am completely just giffing with you because that is my favorite gif or jif, however you pronounce the file name. That is my easily my favorite, at least as far as all patriots go. You just want to spur the dialogue. There'll be some people that'll say, sure, why not? Give him a try. He's better than Slade. I can guarantee you he's probably better than Slade Bolden and isn't going to cost a lot of money, number one. Yes, I know his 2021 All-Pro was at kick returner, which is a position of strength right now with Marcus Jones. So you probably don't need him. But why not at least just get people riled up or, if nothing else, get Andy angry on the weekend for a nice little segment? On a GIF-related note, uh, Mm -hmm. my favorite Belichick GIF is the one uh, at the Combine with the binoculars. Yep. Yeah, that that to me is my that's my favorite one. The one that we didn't get this year because he wasn't there. Yes, you also have it, the owners meeting. Disappointing. Owners meetings coming, matter. so he'll drink. Oh, that's juice. the OJ. Now that's everyone's yeah, favorite that photo, probably. That's yeah. him Kermit drinking the frog, OJ. Yes, Belichick version. Yes, that, uh, that uh, Jeff Howe took that famous photo. So, Jeff, he, <laughs> so he's, we're we're not going to make the comparisons because I got into a uh, my tweet beef of the week on the Rich Keith show nice. on Thursday yep. was with a guy who said that. It would be a good, basically the same production as Jacoby Myers, so, and he'll be cheaper. So go for it. And I was like, I must have Braxton missed the part Perrios where he look? had the same production. Yes. He's never had half as many. No. His, his 41 no. receptions in a season, that's his peak. Of course he's yes. not going to be half of what Mutt Jacoby Myers is. tried to Myers make a bet Stop with me it. like three years ago that, that he was going to have over 30 receptions in a season. That didn't pan out for no. him because and it's not that good. I would take him as a camp body, just like I yes. said about Slade Bolden. You sure. need, in training camp, somewhere in the range Back of like returner. 12 or 14 wide receivers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Christian Wilkerson or all these guys that make their way through. And then we yeah. start chopping you off as the cuts come when we yep. get to time for real NFL Practice receivers. Mm-hmm. So if would I take Braxton Berrios as a camp body? Absolutely. Just like mm-hmm. I would take Slade Bolden as a camp body. He knows Mac. Oh, Bla- Braxton Berrios was a draft pick. Oh, they kind of wanted him a couple years ago. That's all great. It does nothing to fix your wide receiver position. When we get back from the break, we will continue to talk about the wide receiver pr- position because the Patriots need to upgrade there. We all agree on that. We all know that. But the course to upgrade there, well, there's some debate and some doubt how they get a better wide receiver depth chart, how they get a number one target, who that number one target can be. We'll discuss all of that on the Shartsy program. Andy Hart, Chris Von Scheim, Nick Fitzy Stevens here on WEEI on a Saturday, filling in for Ken and Curtis. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Patriots punter. Not Jake Bailey. Maybe kick two. Or Nick Folk. 
Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can enjoy the uh, last few minutes of the third hour of the Shartsy program here on WEEI. Andy Hart alongside Chris Von Scheim and Nick Fitzy Stevens. I want to talk a little bit here about the wide receiver position because some interesting names have been added and or removed from the opportunities on the open market. Adam Thielen of the Minnesota Vikings looks like he's going to be an option. Robert Woods will not be an option. Allen Robinson may be an option. DeAndre Hopkins is an option. And the Patriots are needing to fill voids on the wide receiver depth chart, especially if you let Jacoby Myers go in free agency, which starts on Wednesday. He's expected to get... Probably some pretty lucrative offers north of $12 million, maybe north of $15 million per year. Rob Gronkowski spoke to Nesson recently, and he said he agreed with us. He said the obvious, which is fine, that they need a number one playmaker. They need a number one receiver. They need a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. I disagree. I think a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, a guy like Adam Thielen, regardless of what they have left in the tank, Hopkins looked good over the second half of last season when he returned from his suspension. Mm-hmm. They don't need an aging big-name Band-Aid. They need a guy to build around. They need a prime of his career. It's why we started Fitzy on the Six Rings podcast back, I think, in October or November, talking about a trade for T. Higgins long Mm -hmm. before a trade for T. Higgins was popular among fans and media types who all Mm -hmm. stole it from us. That's where that started, that little, uh, little fire. That little oh, like how everyone stole uh, Marcus Jones going to wide receiver Correct. from us because we were Correct. eons ahead of everyone on that. And one. how everyone will soon steal uh, Hendon Hooker as an intriguing option for the Patriots at the quarterback position. Wait for that. It is yep. coming. I guarantee it. But mm-hmm. the wide receiver position, to me, you need to be going big. Whether big is a T. Higgins-type trade, prime of his career guy like that in the NFL, or whether... It's a draft pick. Zay Flowers, if you can trade down, no Mm -hmm. Stephen Fall River. I liked you better when you were Dave in Fall River. I did not say (laughs) you should take him at 14. I said you should trade down. I've fallen in love with the talent, the athlete, the potential. I wouldn't take him at 14. I would trade down and try to take him somewhere in the middle of the first round. But I think you need a playmaking young work with either Mac or Hooker. Receiver. I know you brought up Hyatt Shime a little bit earlier. I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Fitzy, but you, do you want the sexy, do you want to go gif yourself with the the Bill Belichick Lions thing and and have DeAndre Hopkins in the mix? Because to me, yeah, that's fun. And uh, yes, it's a big name. It would be fun. But you don't pair him up with Mac or Hooker or whoever else for the next five years, seven years. That's that's just a short-term, like, ooh, it feels good, it's cool. Hey, we kind of still aren't all that good. We have a lot of other things we need to do. So I think people are missing the point. They need a number one option for the long term, not the short term. Okay, but can't you also mm-hmm. can't you address this by getting? I don't want OBJ if he if reports are true. Uh-huh. I think Jeremy Fowler said he wants what is it money commensurate to his talents level. So he wants to be paid fifteen million dollars a season. Yeah, yeah. Have fun storming that castle, Peace. OBJ. I'm 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 all set with him. Two ACLs? No, I don't want a guy who's. I want a guy who's uh, had to miss two seasons because of ACL injuries and his terrible attitude as well. I like DeAndre Hopkins, Andy. I've made no bones about it. I think he would be a steady presence for several years. And finally, for the first time in ages, maybe since Prime Gronk was in the in the picture or for that one week that Antonio Brown was a member of the Patriots, you'd have a legitimate number one receiver that defensive coordinators and D-backs would have to actually factor into the equation, stay up night thinking about how they can defend. There is no number one, and there hasn't been for years now on the Patriots. Can't you possibly get a guy like DeAndre Hopkins with a day-two pick and also draft somebody like a Hyatt 
as opposed to Zay Flowers, who's likely now, the more we talk about him, the more and more he's creeping up the draft board, probably into the middle of the first round. A guy like Hyatt or somebody else could eventually become your George Pickens, somebody who's a number one receiver in training, but you don't have to spend Jackson Smith Injiba or Jordan Addison draft capital on. Why aren't we talking about Thornton? Uh, because he's he's tiny. Oh. Uh, no, I'm just wondering because you drafted he's him fine. in the second round last year, mm, not the same good. place you're talking about drafting somebody else. So why is he not an option with a year in the system, a year to work on the practice fields with Bailey Zappi, and a year to get his risks thicker? I, I don't think he can get his risks thick, <laughs> much thick, much there. Andy, I didn't love the pick at the time. I'll continue to take clapback for it. If the kid has 65 receptions for 870 yards and eight touchdowns, please, everybody, quote, tweet me, drag me, abs- ratio me into You'll oblivion. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Look, I don't think that, but I don't think that's going to happen either, Scrim. Yeah, I also think we have to take into consideration overall. This wide receiver market just kind of stinks. Like last year, you Correct. saw guys like Devontae Adams move, Tyree Kill moves, AJ Brown moves, moves. Like, unless one of those moves comes for a legitimately established Debo. prime guy, like mm-hmm. D- randomly, it's, he's not moving. He just signed a new no. contract. I'm just but saying, I'm throwing yeah, it out there. If a name came out that surprises us, okay, then maybe there's that opportunity. But right now, there is not a single legitimate talent on those guys' Chris level. Godwin. Available that we know of. Just throwing names Mike out Evans. There. He just restructured that his contract. Been rumored. Okay. Or Chris Godwin did. I don't know about Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, like, a guy like Mike Evans might be available. But DJ Moore just moved. He uh, sure did. Yeah. But you, can I ask you a... didn't get okay, him. Ahead, he went to the Bears. So, yep. it's like, uh, just overall, right now, the names we know, the wide receiver market kind of stinks. There isn't a guy that you can build around. So, it's, do you spend the money now and hope you find a guy, like draft a guy, get lucky and draft a guy that'll end up being that you can pay once the other guy you're pay that you're signing uh, or trading for is gone, or do you just kind of coast where you're at? Finish again? the sentence. <laughs> let me let me ask you boys this too, because you you mentioned DJ Moore, and I still my head is still spinning over that. what a haul the Bears picked up in that trade. That was just. Spect- that was Ryan Poles already deserves GM of the year, and we haven't we've just barely begun the new the year for 2023 in the NFL. Does DJ Moore going gratis basically a throw in in that deal for the Bears? Does DJ Moore going to the Bears affect Jacoby Myers' market a little bit? Because I think a lot of us presumed that the Bears, who have a boatload of free agency money to spend on the cap. Uh, are they going to prioritize somebody like Jacoby Myers as much now that they just basically found their way into a top 12 receiver in DJ Moore? Well, I, I think there might be more reason to get Jacoby Myers. They still have a ridiculous amount of money, and now you get Myers as your two. So DJ Moore's your one, Myers is your two, Komet is your three. Oh, boy, the way we're starting to put together a uh, an offense in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't rule them out being in the mix. No. And why okay. wouldn't we why would we still rule out teams like the Falcons who have cap space and can and probably need a second receiver after Drake London because they need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I understand that, Somebody but has to get what's the ball. again, if you for them, it's probably easier to build the top 5 roster than it is to get the top 5 quarterback because they're already on their way to a better roster. That's their true. Off- their offense mm-hmm. was pretty good last year. You have Kyle Pitts, you have Drake London, Tyler Algier was a really good rookie running back. The offensive line mm-hmm. is good. Arthur Smith's a good play caller. And Jacoby like, Myers probably can convince himself that I've already proven I can play with mediocre quarterbacks yeah. and get mine. 
Exactly. Like I can be the guy that just finds a way to get open and, and the bad quarterback, whether the bad quarterback's Cam Newton's or Mac Jones, will get me the ball. I can make plays without a great quarterback. And if if Juju does, for some reason, re-sign with the Chiefs, like that market for Jacoby Myers just gets more and more aggressive, and the Patriots look like more and more of the outsider there. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's, that's a fair point. I was just... You know, they do have Mooney, too. They got nothing out of Valus Jones Jr. when they drafted him last year. They still have Chase Claypool. Oh, that's right. And they spent they spent a pick on pick Chase 32. Claypool as well. So, see, they may actually not, Andy. They may not need to go after Jacoby Myers as well. So, yeah, maybe it's the Falcons. Now, they just brought in Bobby Trees to Houston. If John Mechie is, helpful, is, is healthy, and let's hope that he is, you know, and they still have Brandon Cooks, maybe they don't want him as much. I don't know. I'm just curious. I'll be very, very, very curious to see what kind of market there is for Jacoby Myers this week. And even though, like we mentioned, there's you know basically not much available in terms of free agent wide receivers, is he the guy that's going to make someone else go like, yeah, let's, let's overcommit and go four for 50? Well, I'll be interested to see also if he doesn't get a lot of interest if people talk about collusion or racially based collusion oh, in the national football. I do think it's a little bit different. And I'm just, I think I'm just giffing here. I think that's a, an audio uh, version of just giffing right there. Yep. Just giffing with giffing the audience, with the giffing with my co-hosts here on the Shartsy Show. <laughs> Andy Hart. Chris Scheim, Nick Fitzy Stevens. We have three hours down filling in for Ken and Curtis, who are either enjoying or coming back from enjoying the sun of Florida and spring baseball. Final hour, Fitzy, Hart, and Scheim. And are you leaving? I'm leaving. Oh, apparently just, Scheim's just, leaving. It, he yeah, was waving to me as I was as speaking. I, there. I, I was trying to. I, I didn't know if he was saying hi or just you know getting excited. Did with a nice my, hour crossover. <laughs> yeah. That was great, Scrim. I enjoyed yeah. the hell out uh, of that. I, I, well, Von Scheim, you get get to the rest of your day. Go watch some TV. Play some video games. Go to the gym. Eat. Play. Do whatever you're going to do. Thank you. I appreciate enjoy you, your Saturday. Appreciate your help here on a Saturday morning. Andy Hart, Nick Fitzy, Stevens will be back for your final hour. Smorgasbord of sports. We will talk a little Red Sox, Celtics. Bruins, Patriots. We'll go back to the phone lines. I see you guys, David and Tim. You're waiting to talk about Mac Jones and the Patriots. 617-779-7937. Here on the Shartsy Show, who is now the just the Hartsy Show. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.